With the last of my strength, I pull something deep inside. What are you doing? Is, is that... of our Outsider Voices series, an audio documentary by Macy Roman entitled Coral Chevia. All opinions expressed within the following documentary are of the participants only and in no way reflect the views of TBP Radio. TBP Radio. Got everything? Yes. Yeah, just, just checking, right. But it shouldn't take long, okay? Dobro otro! You know, I expected them to have AK-47s. Yeah, with the classic wooden stock. Only the Mujahideen use them these days. Pretty ironic. Can you pick up any of what they're saying? Not from in here. And I don't want to get out there and start waving the mic at them. The good doctor seems to have the gift of the gab, at least. They look in good spirits. Oh, I spoke too soon. Something seems to have soured. He's coming back. All good? Yeah, yeah. Placebo. James, how's the sound? Doctor, how do things go at the checkpoint? Fine. Everything was in order. They seem to be sharing a joke with you? <laughs> yeah. They were emphasising the importance of burning our clothes on our return and scrubbing our skin. They um, offered us the use of their house. I see. They were looking at me when they said that, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, afraid so. And what did you say that changed the tone so much? I told them we were going to the more derive. Most of the army personnel around here come from small villages. They tend to be superstitious. And they believe it's haunted? Yes. What do you believe? I believe the tragedy has created an opportunity for great research. Nothing more. You should get your camera ready. There's a wonderful view coming up. It was late afternoon by the time we passed Zapilia. At the crest of a hill, we could see the sun setting on Chernobyl. The sky seemed aflame with golds and reds, an effect of the lingering radiation, they say. You could look around at the forests and meadows and streams and think there was nothing wrong here at all. I said as much to Dr. Haviland. Yes, it does appear that way, at a glance, but here, I'll show you. Hear that? What am I listening for? Sparrows, blue tits, owls, perhaps the scurry of a fox or badger. This is dense woodland we're in, but all you get is the occasional pigeon. And they're probably only passing. Dig down a little and you find just how sick the earth here is.
How's the sound? It's okay. There's a buzz. The fridge? No, I tried turning that off. I think it's the ventilation. The walls are paper thin. Is it going to be a problem? No, it's not peaking. Can maybe suppress it in post. Won't cover up the radio? I already tested it on a weather report. Definitely not. The hotel prepat is near the town centre. Our room has a distinct Soviet feel. Starched white linen, simple wooden beds with stiff spring mattresses. It's clean though. We've stayed in worse. I doubt the staff get the chance to get complacent. They get roasted out every 15 days. No one's supposed to stay here longer than two weeks at a time. The man we've come here to meet has been here five years. Right, the grocery store was just closing. All I could get were potato chips and vodka. Could you find any mixer? Oh, just soda water. <sighs> we'll have to do. Nadobria! He's not on yet. No, we've got it to the right frequency. He's been known to miss broadcasts sometimes. True. It's pretty exciting to hear it live. I've only heard him on the internet. Yeah. I understand why they garned attention, but you should really read his theses. That's where the... This is Professor Gringo. Yesterday I watched Fox die. She had mange and was delirious. I follow her for hours as she staggered through the brush. She came to meadow and lay down, breathing, labored, tongue walling. I approached and looked into her eyes. I thought I saw a sense of acceptance. Maybe that came from me. Come morning, she was gone. The small-minded say this place is riven with death, sickness, radiation from accident like oil tanker run aground. A glass of Cabernet Sauvignon tipped onto white carpet. Let's step off this world, and you'll be bombarded by million different radiations. Radiation is the dye of the fabric of space. Our ozone layer coddles us, allows preening peacocks with a hundred colored feathers to thrive. But here, in the woods of Chernobyl, I have seen a brief window of how wives elsewhere must be. Raw, basic. The fox had evolved with numerous redundancies. But the worms will have use of her. Well, there he was. The Worm King. Sound? I got it. What are your thoughts, Doctor? I don't think he's of sound mind and not comfortable with the theatrics of it. I doubt he's even aware he gets uploaded. Well, it's made him somewhat of a legend. I fear meme is more accurate. You knew him before this. What happened to change him? Uh, knew is too strong. We had a sporadic correspondence and met twice at conferences. He was, is, a brilliant biologist. Influenced my work a great deal. Well, has being in Chernobyl for so long made him crazy? Brain damage? Mm. Background radiation is not known to cause mental illness. So then what? 
I don't know. I hope to find out. More Deryev, the Sea of Trees, or at least the Russian version, just outside of Zapilia. Chernobyl has its share of urban legends, but this forest stands apart. Animal and insect life here seems especially sparse, yet strangely vegetation is abundant. Most troubling is that to date several people have committed suicide here, mostly residents and now a guard. The locals claim it's haunted, that the spirits of those killed in the explosion of 1983 are somehow trapped here, blindly clawing at any life misfortune to pass, with the exception of Professor Grinko. Do you know how he lives? No. He began a broad biological uh, census of the entire area five years ago. He some fascinating papers on the long-term effects of radiation and life cycles of various flora and fauna. But he began to narrow his studies to this forest. Every time his papers became unsound. Supposedly he lives here now. Ground feels strange. Yeah, soft. Like marshland. Hey, look over here. Spider web. Can I use your water bottle? Spray it up a little. What is unseen is seen. Beautiful. You notice it's not quite symmetrical. Like the spider became confused halfway through. Yes, yes. Macy, get some of these mushrooms. Looks like they're from Super Mario Bros. I wouldn't recommend eating them if you found them in wells, but those especially. 4.3. Much hotter than the wildlife. Why is that, Doctor? Well, the soil, it's been shown to retain radiation for longer than... Then? Um, Macy, uh, behind uh, you. The soil. Those cedars. Mm. My God, it's him. Ah, Professor. Ah, Professor. Professor Grinko, off a Haviland, we met at... Oh, we'll follow. Keep it running, James. This must be it. He lives here? We're not walking up there, are we? He's probably got bear traps here all over the place. Ridiculous. He's a man of science. <sighs> well, what are we waiting for? Professor Grinko's lab was a rusted-out trailer marooned in a deathly silent clearing. There was a couple of diesel generators hooked up, but not running. Inside was a surprisingly orderly lab, jerry-rigged but of a rigorous standard. I also spotted a chalkboard with a diagram scrawled on it. Just four words. Carnivore, herbivore, flora, all of them above a crude picto-representation of the ground, and below it, soil. In the soil was a fourth word, worm. He had a lot of those too. Clear box containers filled with soil and alive with soft white flesh, all wriggling and pulsating against the glass, leaving it glistening in their wake. I don't care about any of that. All my previous work is irrelevant. But the 
progress you were quite... Irrelevant! All of that exists in the narrowest of frames now. Professor, can you tell us a little, on the record, uh, on why this area is so vital to your research? It is all in my papers. I send each one to MSU. And not for laymen, for they might try to make them understand over radio. Then can you say anything about the superstitious reputation of the wood, and if it played any role in the several suicides that Ah, <laughs> those, I observed them. You watched. And you didn't try to stop them? Interfere? Why? Um, can you tell us anything about the diagram that seems to take pride of place on your chalkboard? Ah, oh, it's a cycle, only a real cycle of life. Animals eat animals. Oh, those animals eat plants, plants eat the soil. Mighty Rome still need maize, root vegetables, grazing herds. Without good soil, there is not life. Ask the Easter Islanders. Ask their stupid stone heads what makes the soil. Worms. They are foundation. What else is built on? And the worms here are special? No, closer to true self. Radiation strips away fineries, poetry, reason. Most life dies, worms thrive. They are pure of purpose. Others complex needlessly. That guard walking around, crying about his brother. Put rifle barrel in his mouth. Had the others not come for his body, the worms could have given it purpose. Make soil much richer. He was just fulfilling their purpose. Their instruction, you could say. Oh, that look. I horrify you. Life is horror, little girl. Do not touch that! Uh, sorry. Professor, if I could perhaps take some worms to study. Oh, you've wasted enough time! Out! Out! Can't say I'm not disappointed. I hope to learn much more. Will these help? <laughs> when did you take those? Slipped my hand into one of his tanks when things started to go south. Jesus, Macy! Them in your pocket the whole time? Give them here, please. <laughs> Let me bag them up properly. Despite our success, a pull fell over our car ride. Must have been the rusting playgrounds and crumbling tenement blocks. The long grass chewing up the pavements. You couldn't escape it. How fragile a town is, a home is, when the people are all gone. Come in. How's it coming? Oh, remarkable, aren't they? If you say so. They look like the ones I'd find in my parents' garden. Look at the soil, they're enriched. Jet black, nitrate level through the roof. It's not my field, but this must be wildly fertile. I can see some of Grinko's fixation. These would be a boon in uh, agriculture, practically turned deserts into jungles. No wonder he threw us out. You think he's going for a, a patent? Does that work with insects? Over a particular genus, yes. In a way, I know his work, though. It's not really in his character, besides there's something else. Radiation? No. An electric field of some kind. The worms are generating it, and not only that, but communally. The higher the population, the stronger the field. Why are they doing it? Oh, I've no idea. And 
aberration caused by mutation, perhaps. I've just started to compile. <sighs> Tired? Yes. Palpital sense of ennui also. Just stress, I suppose. That's not your normal mic. No, it's just a set of rabbit ears. Okay for a quiet room like this, but otherwise I need James with his full <laughs> kit. You two make a good team. Thanks. You know, my daughter does a lot of internet stuff. She keeps saying she wants to do her own YouTube show, but... Oh, I don't know. She's only 12. Yeah, that's a little young. The internet's a dangerous place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I've been saying. It's difficult. My mother and I separated, you see. I see. My influence has waned, shall we say. It was never high to begin with. That must be hard. Yes. Tricky, isn't it? Felt like I'd built a life and had a vision of it in my mind uh, that stretched out for decades. And one day I get shut out of it. It was another man, you see. I'm sorry. I'll stop recording. No, no, don't worry, don't worry. I must be overworking myself again. Why don't you catch up with your sound man? I just need to run a couple more cycles. Still some potato chips left. Want some? No. Vodka? Yeah, okay. What's eating you? I don't know. Haviland was in a bad place. Must be contagious. We're broke after this. With the toothpaste gig falling through, we're going to have to cover all the studio time ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, looking that way. I can probably pick up some more shifts when we get back. Always uphill. It's been a struggle from the off. Yeah, it's worthy though. Then how come we didn't make the shortlist? We listen to all of those. They were garbage, crowd-pleasing fluff. I couldn't want to make that. Would you? I know, and I know I shouldn't, but if we could just get a scrap of validation, I'm scared I'm going to look around one day and realise I'm a joke, just playing at journalism. Want me to stop the tape? No. It's real, isn't it? Screw it. I'm going to bed. That night, a fevered dream took hold. I walked out onto the hotel balcony, and the sea of trees was right there before me. There was a wind at play across the branches, and it looked like waves as the leaves flowed in rhythm. In the darkness, I saw my mother beckoning me. The last time I saw her, she was laid out in the hospital bed, with tape over her eyes and stinking of iodine. But now she looked happy and young and how she was in the summers. I followed. She walked just ahead in the yellow dress I'd always pictured her in. All the way to the clearing. Grinko wasn't there. I turned to my mother, but now she was dead. Her skin was like wax and her lips were taut around her teeth. And there was nothing in her eyes. I lay with her, 
and we began to sink into the soil. It was peaceful and warm and complete. Come morning, the cheap sheets were wrapped tight around me and binded in cold sweat. I found James on the balcony. He'd been smoking for hours. He wouldn't tell me what his dream had been. I wonder if Haviland got any sleep. Dr. Haviland? It's us. Is he... Wait, can you hear that? Yes. Is that him? Something's wrong. Hell with it. Think I can force it. My God, James, hold him up. Get a knife. Cut the bell. No, no time. G give me more slack. Can you hear me? Hold on. We'll get you an ambulance. No, no the worms. What? Get rid of them, quick. James, flush them. Okay, on it. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. How are you feeling? Better. Pounding headache. That's a good sign, believe it or not. I still think we should take you to... No, no. I'm okay now, alright? I'm bruising around the esophagus, but that's it. If I'd managed to actually cut off my airway, we wouldn't be talking right now. I don't need an ambulance. I don't need a hospital. It's not just that. You were in a bad way mentally when I left you. I think maybe you need to see a professional. No, I know how I must have sounded last night, but, and this is gonna sound crazy, but it's been around those worms, or rather the electric field they generate. It was affecting my mind. How is that possible? I'm not 100%, but I think prolonged exposure suppresses neurotransmitters, specifically serotonin. You had a nosebleed last night, right? Yeah. The rapid decrease of serotonin as well as blood clots cause fatigue, memory loss and severe depressive state. It does sound crazy, but yeah, we both had a pretty rough time of it last night. And now? Better, like a fog's lifted. I would guess our serotonin levels are stabilising. You were with them all night. It must have been a damn sight rougher on you. Yes, it was. Trying. So now we know why everything dies at the Sea of Trees. Mammals just lay down and die. The worms benefit from those. An ample food source, whether as a fortunate byproduct or... Grinko! We have to warn him! He knows. What? There were some chemical formulas up on his board didn't make sense till I analysed the chemical signature of the field. He knows. We went nuts after one day. He's been around them years. How come he's not topped himself? Mm. Only one explanation. He's utterly insane. I want to go back up there. What? Why? Confront him. Maybe he'll tell us why. He needs to know that we know at least. Get him on the record. Well, okay, you're the boss. Haviland, I think it's best you stay here. You've had too much of a dose already. All right, all right. I'm not completely useless, though. 
I can help you if you give me a little time. The doc whipped up a brew from his chemistry set. I forget the true name, basically diluted methamphetamine. We were on cloud nine as we drove up onto the sea of trees. Hopefully, once we started feeling the effects of Grinko's creatures, the needle wouldn't swing too far the other way. I can't remember a damn thing about how to get there. It's worse. I, I swear it's changed. Do you remember so many collapsed trees? No. Macy, your nose. Oh, bleeding. Makes sense. I'm starting to feel it again. Sense of dread. Loss. We're lost. Never. Macy! Right, right. Keep it together. Uh, l- let me think. Um, I remember that. This way. Here's the clearing, but I don't see... Jesus! Look at the ground! It's moving. God, they're under there, aren't they? Millions! The caravan's gone. He must have run, but why is the generator still here? Look, you can see the cable's still running. James, over there. You see it? No. What? The, the, the radio aerial. You see it sticking up there? I don't get it. He's under there. The whole thing's just been swallowed up. The hell with this. Let's just go. Just go! Okay, okay. Not much further. How are you feeling? Pretty okay. You? Okay. You think they could spread? No, I I don't think so. Haviland himself said that radiation here is quite unique. But you have to wonder. Lots of nuclear power plants around. More powerful than ever. I don't want to think about it. I can't even tell if the fear I'm feeling is real or the worms. Whispering to me still. I know. Pull over. Let's grab some air and a smoke. Roman there with her documentary Coral Chevia. After the break we have episode 3 of Modern Ghosts, this week tackling the legend of the Grey Shadow. TBP Radio. Carol Chevia, aka The Worm, featuring Lucy Mepstead, Jack Nib, Tom Clear, 
Andy Colburn and Emily Skelt. Written by Peter Gardner, sound recordist James Wingfield, post-production by Dan Skelt. Music by Cutlasses. For more of their music, go to cutlasses.bandcamp.com. For more information and more episodes, please visit 2bitproductions.com or the iTunes store. The Whisper through the static.